0: podcast
1: one production. Hello, I'm Kate Langbrook and welcome to episode two of Scamming the Scammer, where I set a trap for an international romance scammer. We get to hear the real life conversations that are so persuasive, they make smart women all over the world hand over their savings to men they've never met. In this episode, we get to have a little more fun with my character, Barb and Carey, her online suitor, who we believe to be an international con man. In episode one, we met Carolyn and Jan, two mature women who had signed up to online dating websites in their quest to find love. Both Carolyn and Jan are from very different backgrounds, but their stories are uncannily
2: similar. Something else that I didn't realise when this thing started was that A relationship or the perfect man that I was looking for was not just gonna drop in my lap. And that's how it felt, you know? I mean, I didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to go meet somebody. I didn't have to go through all of the beginning of get to know each other and all that stuff and build all that stuff that takes so much work. Bam, it was right there. He had a deep voice, an unusual accent,
0: which could be justified in terms of the uh, Irish and Russian connection. And that's one of the other things I've found is they'll often use a very complex genetic line to explain their accent. I was probably delighted to hear his voice, to Mm -hmm. be quite honest. It wasn't a long conversation, I don't think. You know, maybe 10 minutes or so and I'm sure I probably felt a little bit shy in that moment. Uh, Not having had a lot of experience about how to build up a conversation with a, a man in particular, I was probably a bit timid and overcompensated by probably being a bit flirty.
1: See, scammers know the power of the love conquers all narrative. If you're worried about distance or you're timid or you're sexually insecure or you're worried about the age difference, you will find your online scammer remarkably comforting and understanding. See, he's fallen so deeply and profoundly in love with you, he can imagine nothing but your future together. Imagine how impressed all the girls at book club will be. It's heady stuff.
2: He said that age doesn't have anything to do with love. He never brought it up. I brought it up a couple of times. The first time he said something like that, age doesn't have anything to do with love, you know, and the other time he said, um, he says, your age doesn't matter to me. You matter to me. You know, you are my world or, yeah, you know, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. I would go to bed. I would have my phone. I
0: would have my Uh, Laptop all close by and ready because, of course, the contact was very often uh, late at night, through the night and in the early morning. We were both expressing strongly feelings of love for each other and wanting to be together. To have somebody say, you know, you're very special, I want to spend the rest of my life with you. It's very romantic. I was probably pretty cautious as he started to get stronger and stronger but pretty soon I was responding to that.
1: Naturally, after such a long time alone Barb is a little timid and unsure. Listen to how Carrie reassures her. Hello? Oh, hello.
3: Hey, how are you? Can you hear me?
1: Oh yes! Thank goodness, I've missed your voice so much.
3: Oh, I'm so happy when I'm talking to you.
1: Yes, me you too. Because when I
3: hear your voice, what I feel inside of me is greater beyond beyond my expectations, and and I'm looking forward. Yes, to this lovely lady.
1: Oh, your words are so beautiful. That's very lovely. Thank you. I think the only other person who's looking forward to seeing me is my accountant this afternoon. <laughs> and he's looking forward to seeing me for a very different reason.
3: <sighs> oh, you're always going for a business meeting, going well, out for lunch, going out to the gym. Yes. And always forget Carrie's here, staring on the phone, waiting for a message from a lovely lady he loves
1: so much. Well nice that you're oh. waiting for me i probably shouldn't keep you waiting too much because i imagine a man like you would have a queue of ladies around the block who would love to sing a mm. duet with you sir
3: but what is important is where the heart beats. so it's where your heart be is that's where you belong
1: yes that's very true and at the and moment
3: Barbara, my chocolates Yes. My queen of England holds the keys to my heart.
1: Oh, Carrie. I told a girlfriend of mine about you and she said, you need to watch out. Those American men can weave words out of silver threads and bind your heart with them. I thought that was so beautiful, but it's true.
3: Oh, Yes. But when trust is involved, yes. you can stand your ground and say to her Carrie is not what you're thinking he is.
1: Well, you know, we always hear about men now and how women get their hmm. hearts broken by men yeah. who have got fourteen harlots on the hang up at once. Goodness me, it really gets my dander up. But I I would yeah. hate to think that th- I would hate to think that I could fall for a cat like that. And I'm just trusting my heart to you, Carrie. I really am. Barbara? Yes?
3: Where your heart is, is very safe. It's kept in a safe where the diamonds are kept.
1: Oh, Carrie. Um,
3: And I'm going to give you a diamond ring as an engagement.
1: Oh, please. Oh, goodness me. I really have to go, Carrie. I'll be late. I'll be
3: late for the accountant. Oh, you have to leave me now? Yes. Not again.
1: I must.
3: The moment I always want to have you close. The moment you always get busy. But it's okay. I will let you go. And I will catch some sleep.
1: I don't think you understand. If you say the word engagement to me, It really means something to me. I
3: am looking forward to take my next flight down to Australia and give you an engagement diamond ring in a candlelight dinner where all the roses will sprinkle around the ground for my lovely queen to step on.
1: Well, that does sound lovely. So she can
3: walk with a smile on her face I hold her hand, watch her steps while she walks. Yes. And make sure her feet are never be struck on a stone. Because I will never let her fall.
1: Well, I won't be walking barefoot in case I get a thorn in my foot. (laughs) Hmm. (laughs) Oh, Carrie, you lovely (laughs) fellow. I really feel as though someone's looking out for me that I should have met you. In this whole sea of humanity being washed up against the rocks of loneliness and heartache and heartbreak. And suddenly there you are, (laughs) so constant, so loyal, so open-hearted and kind and generous. I'm a very lucky Mm. woman, Carrie.
3: Oh, love has struck us. And here we are, having a smile on our face, happy. Feeling like there is another tomorrow.
1: For somewhere in my youth,
3: oh,
1: Oh, childhood, Mm -hmm. I must have done something, something Mm -hmm. good. Mm. Well, my captain, I'd better go to the counter. I love that. Oh. Till we speak again, my oh. captain.
3: I'll be right here, wait for you while you enjoy my ride. While I what? But before we speak again, yes. always remember yes. Carrie had beats for you. <gasps> and he's always with you. He loves oh. you. Oh, and Carrie. nothing is going to change that. Oh, goodness me. Not you? Not yes. me? Not in the future. Oh, Carrie. I will watch you hold your hand walk down the beach in the summer yes. with a smile on our face. Mm. And I will say, oh, how beautiful is your love. And, and you always too. remember Kerry loves you. And young couples will look at us and they will have a reason to smile. Cause what we share is beyond human understanding and human imagination. That is what I call love.
1: Here's the other thing about online scammers. They fall in love with you so quickly, it's dizzying. Which is gratifying because for all those years you've been wandering around and men in the real world haven't given you a second look. I mean, it almost seems too good to be true. The only thing missing is to meet your lover in the flesh to sink into his arms. Now, this bit can often prove tricky, as Carolyn learned.
2: He told me he was in Studio City, which is about 120 miles north of me, Okay, kind of outside of L.A., and I'm in San Diego, California, Southern California. Well, you know, actually, he could get here in about three hours of driving, but, you know, we can't meet for coffee uh, down the street. And he within the first week, he told me that he had a big business deal going on and that he was going to have to go to Australia for two weeks. Okay, Mm -hmm. And so before we actually met, he flew to Australia supposedly for two weeks. And then the plan was he would come back and then we would meet.
0: He had gone to Dubai to do this maintenance on an oil pipeline, it was going to be a seven to eight week contract, then he was going to come on to Australia after that.
1: Then, of course, other complications can arise. Mostly, there seem to be work issues, accidents on site or problems with supplies. Sometimes there are car accidents or visa problems or foreign tax issues. All of these are keeping you apart and it's so frustrating Suddenly, you and your lover are like Romeo and Juliet, two star-crossed lovers. And he's been so sweet, so loyal, but now he sounds down and weary, and it seems like you're the only one in a position to help this poor, suffering man. He is your love, your life. You'll do anything to be together, especially because it's only money.
2: There was an accident at his construction site, and um, the authorities were holding him responsible and so he had to pay a $65,000 bond and he had to rectify the situation. All he needed now was 5,500 and would I loaned it to him. It had only been a couple of weeks, two and a half weeks before he first asked. He asked me, I think I said no six times and then what finally made me say yes I was already hooked. I think he just wore me down. You know, I just got tired of saying no to him. He would sweetheart me to death before he asked me for money. You've got to loan me another 5,000. I said, no, I can't loan you any more money. Well, he was still very seriously trying to do things to get the money himself. And it looked like he really needed my help. So I ended up wiring him another $6,000. And while this was going on, we were also making plans for him to fly to San Diego. Uh, And I was sitting in San Diego just dying for him to come home. The morning of his flight, his story was that another charge had been brought against him when he paid the fine for the first one and that uh, it was for $34,000 and he couldn't leave the country until he paid that one. And I needed to loan him the money. He said, okay, what I want you to do is I want you to go to Walmart and use your credit card to buy $100 iTunes gift cards. And so I did that. I felt kind of guilty doing it because I thought this doesn't seem right, but I I didn't say anything at the time. He told me to take a picture of every card and then uh, text the pictures to him. I needed to scratch off the ID code on the code before he could use it. So I scratched him off and sent him to him, okay? And then I checked my Walmart account and when the, the money showed up that he, I owed him something, I said, well now what's gonna happen is it's gonna be paid by a colleague of mine through the internet. I said, you for sure? And he said, yeah. So anyway, so we did this twice and then I kept checking my Walmart balance and now it was showing up that I owned like, I owed between five and $600. Then a payment came through. A payment came through for 5000 something dollars anyway to pay off the balance, okay. And so I thought, okay, all right, this is, this is how it's done. Um, he gets to have money for living expenses and I end up not owing any money. This mm-hmm. seems okay. I decided I'm going to check the Walmart account. And lo and behold, the four payments that he had made had been reversed. And so now I owed Walmart another $9,000.
0: Firstly, it was um, a miscalculation on the amount of materials he needed, because Dubai is very hot. Mm. And he needed to get some more materials. Um, At that stage, I had savings and, of course, I'm wanting to be in a partnership. My money is your money. You know, we we help each other in this Mm. life. That's part of the contract of being together, or so I thought. So I actually sent the money. It wasn't to him. It was to another address, but he said that was to his suppliers. It was a bank transfer. That was over $30,000. I clearly made a decision out of love rather than cynicism and scare and all of those sorts of things which stop you doing things. Here, here was my chance, I thought... To do something out of love, to really express that um, side of myself. So it was a clear decision on my part to go ahead. I probably in my mind had a sense that it could be a scam, but um, the level of intimacy that had been built up negated any thought that it had been a scam. And as I continued to pay money over the weeks that followed, it was always, this can't be a scam, it's too intimate.
1: But surely this won't happen with Barb and Carey, will it? Carey has plans to come to Australia to visit. He's extremely successful in his own right. He's not going to ask Barb for money, is he? Hello? Hello?
3: Hey. How are you, baby?
1: Are you coming to visit me? Are you coming to Australia?
3: I was supposed to come, sweetheart. I was supposed to come. But I really have some big issue with, 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 with everything, so.
1: What sort of big issue do you have?
3: I checked for flight coming to Australia, Emirates. Yes. And Emirates was about 5,000 US dollar. Yes. Sweetheart. Yes. That that was a huge money for me right now. So, yeah.
1: Have you got some sort of money problems? Yes,
3: oh. you know I had some. That is why I told you I was having issue with my, with my exes and been having issues with friends. When I told you you shouldn't tell your friends about us yet.
1: Oh yes.
3: You know. Are yeah. you
1: having issues with your friends or?
3: Yes, I had issue with my best friend, and that left me so stranded, and that uh, left me getting all money off me. <gasps> oh we no! We had to go to the court. We had to go to the court, and everything went out not fine sweetheart, that, and which I've never told you that, you know.
1: Your best friend betrayed you. Your best he betrayed friend. Me. Oh, Carrie. Yes. Cause That's terrible. People, You're such a beautiful, very, upright, honest man, and yeah, I can't believe that somebody would so. who would do such a thing and yeah. tell me what happened. Please, I want to take on your burden. Please tell me what okay. happened.
3: I will tell you, baby. Yes. Okay, I was I was working on 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 no, on a contract with him. In Rig 45, yeah, in the United States of America. And I left the rig to get her the house, to take care of certain things. But unfortunately, the rig, we had some little issue that led me back to the rig.
1: Yeah.
3: Okay. So, all my trust on him, and I always send him money to help me get certain things of which. He was getting in his name, which I never knew.
1: What sort of things?
3: Properties, a house, properties, a landed properties, and I was about going into the real estate. and uh, And some few houses I bought. I, I gave him the money to get the company, <gasps> everything. He got yes. everything in his name.
1: Oh I no! Knew. Oh. So
3: it was. It was when I I, I caught him with my ex. My ex-wife. He was in bed with my ex-wife. That was. The same. God. That was the re-
1: blackguard. Yeah. The yes, same the scoundrel. Same. Yes. Oh, you poor dear man! I wish I was with you to comfort you. That yeah. is unbearable. It is it unimaginable. Is. It
3: is. That was. That was, the, that was. the reason why. Yeah. That was the reason why I never want to talk about it until I come to Australia to see you and we can discuss this. Lay your head on my chest and we discuss this.
1: Yes. Can I say something? Oh, I was... Okay. I'm very honoured that you would share that with me because I know what a proud man you are and what an honourable man you are. And I'm very touched that you would take yeah. me into your confidence and trust me with what must have been yeah. two devastating Barbara, happenings. Yes, yes, Gary.
3: I have loved you and I have trusted you. Oh. I have given you my trust and I have given you my soul.
1: Oh you are so And I just
3: all, all what I pray for every day is I pray for you not to betray my trust and my love.
1: I'm so glad you've told me. I hate that you've, had, you've been clutching this secret to your chest as though it's something yeah. for you to be ashamed of when you've done nothing wrong.
3: It's, it's really ashamed of me. So I really don't want to talk about it. You know, it, it was so foolish of me to trust him so much.
1: What's his name, this friend, this former friend? What'd you say? What's his name?
3: Larry Brown. He has been my old school friend, Mr. Larry Brown. He got away with my money and he got away with my wife.
1: Oh, Larry Brown. What a a dirty bird. Yeah. Oh, Mr. Larry Brown. What a cad. But now, Carrie has asked for money. What is Barb going to do? We have the catfish on the line. It's time to have even more fun with him. In the next episode of Scamming the Scammer, Carrie and Barb fall even more deeply in love. Will she give him the money he needs so they can be together forever? Scamming the Scammer is a Podcast One production. Executive producers Sarah Greenberg and Sasha French. Audio producers Matt Nikolic and Matt Dwyer. Honourable mention Jack Lawrence.